Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast, episode number 230. I'm your first host, Marcello. And I'm host number two, D. It's just us. Yep. Yay, yay. Corey's on a plane, coming back from, uh, coming back from old Prague. In Prague, Did we ever determine if people are called Praguees or Pragalites? I think they're called proglodytes. I think we settled on proglodyte. All right. Which to fun. me is is fine, you know. It's fine. They were very rude to us, but 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 remember, we can't judge the entire the entire uh country off of just a few a few bad apples. So That's true. But That's true. um Hey, I got uh I got a small little sponsor. Is it okay if I knock this out? No. <laughs> We're brought to you by Lucky Charms. No, I'm kidding. Uh, real quick, uh, there's this company called ZMF Headphones. They have two headphones that are on pre-order right now. That are making a splash, and you can pre-order them on the 16th of November at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. They are fine closed-back audiophile headphones with deep and extended sound, and you can check them out at ZMFHeadphones.com. Uh, if you need good tunes in your ear, you need ZMF headphones, you gotta go over there and buy them. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we need more sponsors, man. Because if you ever get rusty with the jingles, man. Oh, yeah. I'm way rusty with the jingles. Yeah. What headphones are you wearing right now? I've never seen those. those. These are razors. Nice. These are the other pair that I bought. I have a black pair and a white pair. Because you know me, um, I like to include, be really inclusive with my headphone purchases. Every color's got to be represented. So I like it. I yeah. like it. Hey, like you want to talk about how I'm freaking Negro Damas? Oh, about bat? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because I got hacked and someone stole all my bat. So, and then I checked my blockfolio and it went up like 30%. So I'm like, that's because you use passwords like Batman one, two, three. No, no, it was in my, I remember I bought it on an exchange and then I moved it off the exchange per your advice. And I still got ganked. Where'd you put it? Uh, on your phone? Uh, my ether wallet at the time. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how they could have got it unless you used the same password for your MyEtherWallet that you use for other things. I don't... I don't honestly don't remember, but I... 
I don't, I don't want to go into it, but it's, it's just one of those unfortunate side effects of the space. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm happy for my correct prediction, which I've been almost 100% on. I said 0x would get on there. Boom, 0x. I said bat would get on there. Skadoosh. Bat's on there. Yeah. What am I going to say next? Um, I think I said Zcash, but they've already done Zcash. You said um, uh, Golem. 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 GNT is coming. Um, status is about two years out. Status is a com- is a competitor to Coinbase. So, you know, they're a competitor to like the Coinbase wallet and what used to be Toshi. So I think Coinbase is going to be pretty um, walled garden-y about that. I mean, is is like status going to be investable once it hits Coinbase, or is it like Coinbase? If you, if you didn't do it already, it's too late. I mean, all of this stuff is investable. Look at the risk associated. Status is only three pennies. Yeah, but it was thirty-seven cents at one time, and it's only three pennies now. Yeah. What's your point? But once it hits Coinbase, that's going to be like the geyser, the price geyser. No, I don't think it'll be the geyser. I just think that coin there's the Coinbase bump, but that's getting less and less of a bump now days, you know. So I think that um the Coinbase bump is legit, but it's like a thirty percent bump for like two days and then the price normalizes again. So yeah. no biggie over here. I just wanted to point out that I was right again. Yeah. So, hashtag not investment advice, but D's right about a lot of shit when it comes to crypto. So, well, that guy who hacked me, he knew he, you were right too. Yeah, he, I, that those alts have been sitting in my account for like a while. Pull them off. Pull all your alts off. Put them on a ledger blue now. Put them on a hardware wallet. Shit. Yeah. Um. Oh. Um. Winklevi are suing Charlie Schramm for 5,000 Bitcoin. Bro, it is like Thunderdome in the background of your place right now. Your daughters are going at it. Yeah, I'm about to mute my mic and give them a shout out, and I'll be right back. <laughs> um, so what he was talking about is like Charlie Schramm apparently stole 5,000 BTC from the Winklevi. Man, they are always getting ganked by nerdy dudes. And so they are the, nerdy dudes, so that's how I don't understand how they put themselves in these positions. Do you know how much money that is? Um, off the top, what five thousand? That's three zeros times what six thousand? Let's just round that down to six thousand. I'm so. gonna make you do all the work, and then I'm gonna cut in and say thirty million. I was about to say thirty million. <laughs> um, yeah, three that's zero. A, that's a. Uh, a lot of shares of Facebook right there. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> lot of shares of Facebook that they could be buying. <laughs> what if they slowly became more owners of Facebook than Zuckerberg? Is that even possible? That would be uh, L. Yeah, that would be stupid for of them yeah. to do. Like, I just saw like the Oculus Rift deal like went sour. Like, nobody cares Oof, yeah. about Facebook. Not... Facebook is dropping balls left and right. Like, you're not going to see Justin Timberlake on Shark Tank, because as soon as he invested in MySpace, everybody was like, ooh. <laughs> I don't know why you did that, buddy. Dude would have invested in bikes 
<laughs> in, the, in, the, in the 30s, invested in bicycles. Yeah. It's just like MySpace.com. I haven't been to MySpace.com. I assume it's still there. But there has to be an office open somewhere where there's like five employees. They wake up every day. You know, I'm going to go on LinkedIn. I'm going to type in MySpace. I'm going to find those five employees. and be like, I just went to MySpace.com. Oh, wow. It has changed. There's a lot going on with MySpace nowadays. I would say it's not even a media, uh, social media platform. It's, I think it's like musician land. I don't think this is a social media platform anymore. <laughs> but anyways, so let's talk about some crypto stuff, right? So um, I don't know if you paid attention to just the headers, but um, I don't even know if we released just the headers yet, honestly. But uh, Morgan Stanley has now classified Bitcoin as an or a cryptocurrency as a, an institutional investment class. What do you, what say you, Jello? So what? Di- Diamond's not in there, like creating headlines anymore. Like they're oh, forward. The, the recent thing Jamie Diamond said about Bitcoin is, I don't give a shit about Bitcoin. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if the CEO answers a question like that? Um, it just seems like he's like get, getting tired of being asked about Bitcoin. Yeah. So he says, I never changed what I said. I just regret having said it. Yeah, and what that means is like all of like the the board was like, "Can you stop talking? Because this is going to happen. <laughs> Can you please stop being the spokesman against Bitcoin? Can you shut the hell up? I really don't give a shit about it, though. I want everyone to know. Um, so, I think they gave him like uh some money to keep silent on the matter to shut his ass up. Yeah. Shut your ass, man! Shut your silly ass up. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine if like, uh, like Charlie Shrem was like with a girl in a limo and he was trashed, and she was recording him, and he was like, "Man, you know what? Fuck Bitcoin! Like Bitcoin's garbage, crypto's garbage. I'm only in it because like I got some inside information." But can you imagine if like a prominent figure was like recorded, blackmailed? disparaging the space can you imagine doesn't that happen all the time like warren buffett has shat on bitcoin bill gates used to give us the old uh the old uh that's old money though cup tips and then he um was like no i don't like it. i don't like it anymore you know everybody's shitting on bitcoin and crypto but that's old money like what if like you know uh, a ceo of a crypto company said that like what if what if uh you know the the founder of a reputable crypto company was was like talking to his wife and he was just like, Man, I'm just doing this for the money. I'm trying to get that ICO money, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, then that company's token would <laughs> crash. <laughs> it would be it would be done overnight. I mean, yeah. that's the one of the pleasant things about coming from DevCon is you get to experience the culture of this this community. And what I see are like hippies without the drugs. It's genuine. The the enthusiasm is genuine, as much as I hate to admit it. So Yeah. I mean, people like the whole build community that, that really don't care about the price, I really just want to build. Yeah, that's real. And they exist, and they all flew out to Prague, and they're all excited about what they're building. I know that makes you do the Marge Simpson groan. Chell, yeah. can I get a Marge Simpson groan? Uh, mm. yeah. It's but, real, though. And it's cool. You know, we have passionate people that are constructing mm. this whole thing, but... Um, the status hackathon was amazing. I met a lot of cool people, and to spin that right up into DevCon, um, 
you know, it's real. That I think they're pushing cryptocurrency forward, whether people like it or not. So, when every time you read a news article and it's like this institution is going to give its blessing to crypto, it doesn't even really matter. Those people are building it without the blessing. That's true. So, um, now the blessing would be nice, you know what I'm saying? But they don't really care. But there's that whole social aspect, like, uh, you know, Jamie Dimon's probably not socially inept on a lot of these developers, and they're just they're in this little bubble. So what are we gonna do when build culture goes back to hold culture? Everybody's rich. What do you think is gonna happen? It might be a time bomb. Old money might take over because they know how to act in boardroom settings and business meetings and making deals. And these guys are just like, mm, two-factor authentication. Yes. <laughs> Build it. Is that what you think every crypto head talks like? Mm, universal logins. Mm, supreme. <laughs> Does they all sound like that? It's messed up, man. So there needs to be like a radical shift in, in like culturism as well. Once all this stuff is built, and what are they? What do we shift to? More uh, ties. Do we listen, need to like I like I've worked I for IBM. I've been in the boardrooms. There's a lot of like alpha males, and you know if if we have like a hundred Vitalics just coming in, like mm, sharding. Vitalik's as alpha as it gets. I don't know if you saw him do that honey badger dance, but I guess you missed that gif, bruh. Yeah, there's just that, 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 I don't know, people dyeing their hair pink and wearing bathrobes and like snarting, charting, like all that needs to, needs to normalize a little bit. Man, you can't tell us how to live, bro. Don't put us in a box, bro. What are you trying to do? I don't know, man. Call me traditional. Call me you old. work from home. You don't even wear a suit 30,000% of the year. Oh, I've never worn a suit at work ever. Yeah. So what are you talking? Why are you trying to put me in a box, bro? I just there's gonna be some overlap though. A lot of these uh, companies are gonna want a little piece of the pie, and uh, they're just gonna get bullied. I don't know. Well, if they want a piece of this pie, they need to understand that it might not even be pie. It could be upside down cake. All right. <laughs> that analogy makes no sense. But anyways, um, it was great being out there. But we got into an argument right before the show started. This is you know what we don't get the chance to just riff raff. Just me and you. No guess. Just ripping. Well, you said my opinion was wrong, but I'm entitled to it. You are entitled to your opinion, but opinions can be no. wrong. No, they can't. Yeah, they can. It's an opinion. That doesn't mean that you that it can't be wrong. Well, then we're dealing in facts. Opinions no, are all No, that's subjective. not true. Opinions can be wrong. How? Okay, here is an example of a wrong opinion. I don't mean to offend anybody, but I'm using a really wrong opinion to show Cello opinions can be wrong. Okay. That's a really wrong opinion. We figured that out. Uh, like these are wrong opinions. Opinions can be wrong. Not, you can't. You just. You don't just get to just spew a bunch of bullshit and it's untouchable. I mean, that's that's dangerous. Well, I, I thought you were. Saying. I thought you were going to say like, "Hey, apples are disgusting," but you went to straight like Hitler times. Yeah, I went to a wrong opinion to show you that opinions can be wrong. <laughs> I didn't mean to blow you back. I didn't mean to blow anybody's ears back. Okay. I was just using an example of a wrong opinion. 
I apologize to anyone that was offended by me just speaking wrong opinions, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I blow you away? All right. You, you, okay. Um, I want to, <laughs> let's go back to status. Let's go right. back to the opinions that aren't so harsh, but yeah. go I on. was saying that um, everybody at status switched from Slack to this beta chat protocol that they built and it's a bingo it's a win but it's not a milestone because if i built something at my company and i told everybody you're gonna stop using this and you're gonna use this that's they're just following orders there might be a couple employees there they're like secretly in their head like "Mm, i like slack better but they're gonna move anyway well, there's a lot of people that probably like Slack better, you know? There's a lot of people that are going to miss the functionality of Slack. I guarantee it. But the reason why it's a milestone is because there's not a lot of companies in this space that have released a product. And it's out there and you can use it. And it's decentralized. And it's pushing the envelope of all these things that we're trying to push the envelope with when it comes to Web 3.0. And this free web that we're trying to design or redesign. Yeah, it's just not exciting, I guess. It, it's cool. It's just not exciting. Like, hey, you guys, we're introducing Nimbus on Ethereum, yeah. a 2.0 sharding client. I like, don't that's think, a win. That's a win, but it's boring. I don't think you, like, subscribe to the the new larger subculture of humans that like to be, like, a part of the growth of a thing. Um, you know what I mean? Like this, like these patron, these patrons that will be with somebody from the very first time they started sketching to now they're making full fledged graphic novels. Or like, I think that you w- just want something that's finished and that's awesome, and you want it in your hand, and that's cool, and you're not, you don't really buy into it too much emotionally. Yeah, I mean, like if we're following the PlayStation Five build. We're like, mm, yeah, guys, we're putting in a new Z processor chip that's really going to just really turn up the graphics. Like, no, you just wait until the release date, you buy it, and you play it. Yeah, but in this that's... space, In this space, we have to be like, mm, yeah, mm, Ethereum-powered mobile OS and mm, tokens. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, just build it, man. Why do we have to follow the slow snake crawl of your product? Like, just release it. Well, because I think there's another thing that you ironically are underestimating about it. And that's the fact that the price matters. And when we're talking about a market and there's people that are invested in this just to invest, they don't really care about the tech. They don't really care if it can be used as anything. They're just investing. Then there's going to be a pulse on every move that's made. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, but if I have stock at PlayStation, am I going to care that, mm, yes, the CPU runs at 2.3 gigahertz with eight total cores? I, can't I don't know. Are you? Up. Would you care? I don't, I don't know. It's just, you know, I, like, why do we care about status alpha 0.9.18 with the improved bug fixes? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, just release what you're going to release. If it's going to be great, it's going to be great. Well, we care because we're in media and we're kind of obligated to care. That's yeah. why I care. I, um, I care. It's just it's uh, um, it's just interesting to look at it. Like we, we're always under the hood, and we're never admiring the car. 
I like that. That's a good way of putting it. You should put that on a t-shirt. Should. Always under the hood, never admiring the car, and nobody's a mechanic. So what are you doing under there? Oh, you took it a step further. <laughs> That's all right. We just double dragging that yeah. analogy. I'm not, I'm not frustrated. I'm not excited. It's just an observation. Like, yeah. That's all. Oh, sorry, audience. So his opinion is, I said his opinion was wrong because I think it was a milestone for Status to turn off Slack and 100% use the Status desktop, desk, desk, desktop application to get their businesses and their, their, their project management done. It's like, hey, guys, stop using Facebook and start using Scent because we're the Scent team. And everyone's like, yeah. Like, that's not a milestone. You're just using the product that you build. And I guarantee you, maybe some of your employees are using Slack. When you're not looking. Ooh, that would be interesting. You should go behind the scenes, Cello. And say, like, oh, this motherfucker right here is using Slack. Yeah, look at this dude. And he closes his laptop and runs away. You're fired. You're fired. Get out of here for using Slack. Oh, he's using worse. He's using Facebook business yeah. <laughs> what's facebook's new slack competitor that's yeah, super duper garbage yeah yeah any reputable company is not using facebook get out of here but, so uh, every three and a half years a new social media platform dies so who's coming after facebook who's coming after instagram do you think one of these crypto social media companies can break through to the to the to the public uh it might but a lot of these people will sign up for it not knowing it's a crypto company yeah, but that's what you want, right? You want them to discover the juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they don't even know. They're walking on a path, and they just think there's trees, but then they look up, and there's succulent oranges, baby. I'm not young enough to know what's what's what the kids are using, like WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. um, we had a very short conversation yesterday when, I was, when we were talking about this, right? Yeah, like, I hope Twitter lasts forever, because, like, I'm... <laughs> I don't want to switch to anything else. Like nothing, nothing gets better than this. I'm retired on social media. This is it for me. No, he said, um, he said, uh, what did you say? He said, like, oh, I'm not switching to a new social media. And I was like, yeah, you're not switching because you're old and you're married and you have kids. There's like no incentive for you to join a new hip social media application. Yeah. There's just not. I agree with that. So, do you think they make a social media for like people that own life insurance? Like, <laughs> this is where you go to, to chat with people that have life insurance. Well, I know that uh, you can't you can't distill it down. Like, if you have a, a dating website, you can't go to Jew Date or Farmers Date or Wow. Uh, those is that are a thing. Yeah, are yeah, we like, allowed to say? Wait a second, I'm about to Google that. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, well, Jewish people, they they really want to be with other Jewish people. So that's important to them. Like Natalie Portman needs to be with a Jewish guy because it's important. Okay, so parents. we need to apologize for that. Judate is not a thing. Oh, it was a thing. Anyway. Oh, they cha- they changed it to J-Date. Serious Jew dating. Anyway, um... Those things don't take off because they're they're um, uh, niche. So we need to generalize it. You know, mm-hmm. like here is a dating platform for everybody. Because that's what Tinder people. is, right? Well, 
Tinder is like for hookups, right? Bound to go wow, wow. Yeah. But what if they came out with black Tinder? I think that would be huge. But Blender. You, oh. You're on something. And you gotta, <laughs> I think that already exists. It's just called regular Tinder. Yeah. So you have like Tinder grinder and like bagels over coffee or whatever, Cupid and all that. But then you have like, you have match and that's for everybody. Old, young, uh, short term relationship, want to get married. Like, I think that's, that's what's going to be like, uh, attractive for people is just generalize it. Mm-hmm. If it's a crypt, if it's a crypto social media, don't, don't uh, advertise it as a crypto platform. Just make it general. And if people like the crypto aspect, they like it. Which is probably why yours failed. And what if, okay. Thing. What if here's my crypto dating app idea? What if you and the person that you're going to go on a date with put some crypto in escrow? And if the date is good, then nope, that was a dumb idea. It yeah, started out great. Then they would got, fake it to get the got dumb real fast. Like I like the Reddit model. Like I don't, I don't like the hey everybody get paid for your posts, even if it's garbage. I think if when I when I'm on Reddit, the top comment is always something really clever and funny, and they get the gold. You know, it's dumb if everybody gets money. And then you have a platform like Steam that actually displays how much money each post is getting. Yeah. I don't like that. I think it should be hidden. Well, why? why? Oh, There's a good this is a good point. And from people from Scent and from Steam, I hope you're listening. Why? Why should it not be displayed? Well, it, it makes it seem like the amount of money you got is uh correlated with the value of the message that you given and but it, that's it, supposed to be the point but it might be bias you know what i mean and it also attracts bad actors people that are just signing up to get money and they might be shit posting shit posting and shit posting just to get you know 15 cents per post or whatever but if it costs to post then that will reduce the spam yeah I just think it should be transparent, so that's not the main focus of the platform. But you just said it should not be transparent. You just said that the price that they, the amount that they get, should be blocked. Oh yeah, I think it should be uh, like in your dashboard. I don't think it should be accompanying the post. But you don't think that's going to give it credence? Like whenever you, if you're searching through articles of, about real estate or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you see that these top five articles, these people made like $5,000 from what they posted. You don't think yeah. you're more likely to click and read what they posted? Because uh, you're giving them more money when you read it, right? No, you're just reading it. You have to click. You have to give them steam. You have to be like, oh, my God, that article rocked my socks off. Click and give them some steam. I think they're just there. It's a tool to monitor your reputation. I just think it has bad side effects because... You're not wrong. I'm saying like everything you're thinking of is right. That's why it's really hard to build a incentivized social media platform. But go on. Yeah, because when you have the price there, it's not a social media platform anymore. It's not social media. It's, oh, okay, Steemit does a million dollars worth of transactions daily on their own blockchain. That's what I look at. I'm looking at crypto wallets. I'm looking at blockchains. And it just feeds their users with these exchange rates in order to ease in negotiations and transactions. It's not really about the it's not really about the content for me. Hmm. Would you get on a crypto social media? Um 
only if I wanted to be a part of like the revolution. But social media is not broke for me. But then again, I'm old. So. But then you don't. You're not very like. You don't do social media things. Yeah. Not really. So I haven't seen a picture of your daughter on a Saturday in like forever. Yeah, because I realized nobody cares. Because I was sitting there like I don't care. So why would anyone <laughs> else care? <laughs> you gotta post it so people can hit the thumbs up button. Yeah, but they don't care. But it's a Saturday, man. It's what you do on Saturdays. You post pictures of your kids. It's the latest. It's the latest modern human uh, trend. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, how often do you post on Facebook? Uh, I don't know, twice a week. But my posts are dumb. Like they're stupid. How do you they're, know? How much is your post worth? Well, I ship posts regularly. It's what I do. Oh. So I don't know. Some shit coin. That's how much my posts are worth. Well, there's, like, there's, um, I'm saying there's always a number of moving parts when it comes to calculating the true dollar value of a blog or the dollar value of a Facebook post. How do you determine that? Well, the people determine that, like by consensus. Like you don't say like, oh, this post is worth a dollar. You put the post out there and then if people like it, then they'll give you some steam. Mm. And then another another uh, side of the coin is is the payout interface that they use difficult to understand to like a first-time user. Uh, well, new th- user. I don't think Steam is tough to use. Well, because they have to figure out how the wallet and the two different currencies work with one another. You know what I well, mean? Well, they've already but figured that out. The fact that like a post's uh, worth has the USD symbol rather than Steam. So then they have to be like, well, how much is my USD compared to a Steam dollar? You're talking about the user saying this or the, or the Steam the creator of Steam is saying the creator because if you're using Steam, they're going to tell you, "Oh, your 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 post is worth 15 bucks," but you're going to get it in you're going to get it in Steam. So one Steam is worth more than one USD. That's confusing for people. So you're saying the user needs to know the exchange rate? That too. I just, I think it's a barrier for entry, man. I don't know. I have a big problem with all that, and we we haven't figured it out yet. But Steam Steam's leading the way. And sense cool, even though I don't like their advisors. But uh, we need to figure out a universal way to display this stuff. To display what stuff? Uh, like how much money you're gonna earn? Like I know why they're they're displaying it in USD because that's easier to understand. And a lot of people are signing up for Steam not knowing that they operate in like Steam dollars, and that's what you actually get, and how to calculate value and. You know what I mean? Like when Steam was at three, uh, that same—I mean, you would get ten dollars, but it would really be worth a little bit more, a little less. No, uh, I mean it can't be worth more or less. If you get ten dollars, it's ten dollars. Now, whatever it is in Steam depends on the exchange rate of Steam. That's yeah, that's what I mean, based on the exchange rate. But the, why do the user need to know? If the user could just cash out into Bitcoin or. Even like cash out and yeah, if they can just cash out into Bitcoin, why would the user care? Well, suppose the market value of Steam is at four dollars. If I'm getting a hundred percent payout for a ten dollar post, then I'm going to divide my my author chunk at seven dollars and fifty cents by the market price of Steam, which is four dollars. So then I don't know the math. Seven point five divided by four is what one point eight seven five. 
So I make $1.875 if I choose to be paid out in Steam. But it'll be $7.50 for USD. So you make, what, 1.875 Steam tokens off a $7.50 post. It's confusing. But then if you take the Steam and you just cash it out into Bitcoin, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, it all depends on what what is your reference point, man. Is it going to be Steam or is it going to be... Well, they want you to use Steam. They don't want you to cash out to another currency. Well, who cares what they want? I'm talking about you, the user. Oh, What's right. your reference point? If you're trying to collect a bunch of Steam, they get on there and Steam your ass off. But if you're trying to make posts to cash out into Bitcoin, then you're going to use that as your reference point. Or if you're trying to make posts to they cash out you, into USD... Huh? They don't want you to say that. They want you to use Steam. Of course they want you to use Steam, but nobody's going to, you know, Facebook wants to use Facebook for everything. But then people were like, I'm tired of putting my pictures on Facebook. So they put them on Instagram and then they bought Instagram. But like, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. But I mean, they want you to stay on Steam doesn't mean you have to. So we're talking about like, the both sides of the argument as far as displaying steam versus dollars. And I, I think people can relate to dollars. So it's an incentive to attain more dollars instead of something nebulous like steam, which I agree with. So, you know, I think dollars is a good, good thing to display to people new to steam because they see that there's real potential to make money. But I also think it creates more of a, like a perverse incentive for people who are here to find their greed, you know, Mm. That, that USD symbol means different things to different people. And there isn't a way to have it mean what you want it to mean to everybody. In this case, I would say your opinion is up for review. Yeah, I went from Hitler to up for review. <laughs> I'm sorry that I used such abrasive uh, examples of wrong opinions. But, geez, I mean, I feel like we need to stop this notion in society that opinions can't be wrong. That's stupid as shit. There's a bunch of people right now that don't think uh, climate change, like their opinion is that climate change is not real. And it's like, no, your opinion is wrong and you're stupid for for thinking that. I so, mean, if I say the earth is round and being a flat earther is wrong, I can't prove it indefinitely. What are you talking about? You can walk up to a flat earther and you can say, you are wrong. Your opinion is wrong. Yeah, I mean, we have pictures and satellite photos, but those could all be conspiracies. You're just janking my chain right now. You're just janking my chain. Buzz Aldrin could have been on, like, a movie set when he did that shit. You're just just trying to... You're trolling me live in front of the audience. I'm just saying, there's a chance. Yeah, sure there's a chance. Um... I'll give my opinion in Steam. I think it's a great onboarding tool because if people see Steam and they go on there and they make a post and they make like 25 cents, the first thing they're going to do is say like, is this a real 25 cents? What's happening here? And then they're going to investigate and they're going to find out how they're being paid out in actual currency. And then they fall down that cryptocurrency rabbit hole really in a really unique way, you know? I think Steam is doing themselves a huge disservice disservice by not being on every college campus in America right now. 
Go to those like student union centers and say like, hold up a sign and says, hey, here was your latest tweet. Yeah, you. I know you go to this school. I saw you tweet this. Here's your latest tweet. You want to make money for this tweet? And the college kid is going to stuff his face full of chicken filet. And he's going to say, what do you mean make money from my tweet? I got nothing else going on because I'm in college. Boom. Yeah. Connection. I would really like it, though, if these college kids got a real part-time job instead of just posting on social media to make rent. Why? What? I mean, what? why? Because I'm old, man. I had to do it. I wish they could do it. You turn into a grumpy old man. I'm sorry, but if my daughter is like paying her way through college by just posting on Steam, there's going to be a, some soft-ass kids in the next generation. You like Sometimes you say things like on such opposite ends of the spectrum. You'll say... Working from home is the future, and then you say like, "Oh, you need to go out and get a part-time job." Listen, I like I embrace the future, but sometimes when you're between the ages of seventeen and twenty-one, you should fold a damn shirt in a retail store or go make a Big Mac for somebody. Man, and I hope my kids from- aren't making Big Macs at the age of seventeen. They better be not have. I mean, oh, why not? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just feel like it's a teenager's gig. 17 is a teenager. Yeah, but like a not 17-year-old teenager. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, don't you know anybody? Work at a golf course or something. Get some different experience. Make them burgers. Anybody can do That's what I mean. Like, get a real job. Like, if if, uh, my daughter is, like, 16 and she's making $1,000 a week off a YouTube channel, like, uh, I'm just going to be like... Like, it's cool that she's a content creator, but, like, she's just going to be, like, soft. Like, she's going to be in a board meeting and someone's going <laughs> to disagree with her and she's going to start crying, you know? Because all these, like, self-made entrepreneurs at such a young age aren't going to be able to navigate through the harsh world. I feel things. like, I mean, board meetings aren't always, like, the final boss of adulthood, you know? Like, sometimes it's just like, hey, here's the agenda. You know, we're going to give money there. Yay or nay. All right. Yay. Let's go. We fire in that guy. Do we have the evidence to fire him? All right. Yay. It's not like everybody's in there and the the, the lighting is dark red and we're going to launch the nukes uh, figuratively. Like, that's not what all board meetings are like, I don't think. I mean, you still have to fire that guy. Just because you decide to fire him doesn't mean you don't have to actually fire that guy. We all know how to fire people now. We watched that show in the... 2000s you fired yeah you fired that's true well i think that was an interesting comment i think steam is great i think they're doing themselves a disservice they need to be advertising a little bit better what's funny is they need to be advertising on facebook just to see if they get banned or not that would be that would be some uh some uh what's the word i'm looking for here some trojan horsey type shit mm-hmm. if they went up in there I visited the Steam offices. It's nice. Yeah? Is it Kush? No, it's nice though. Do they do they have uh Keurig machines? Nope. It's still nice though. Do they have um bagels? Nope. Baguettes. Uh negative. It's okay. still nice though. Well what makes it nice if they don't have those things? Uh, you Your opinion to- is wrong. No. You ever go into an office and it has like that officey <laughs> feel, like the air smells officey? Everybody, 
very office I'm going to the grocery store right now to look for office smelling Glade plugins. Like you go to the you go to a doctor's appointment and the lobby is very doctory and the people are very doctory to you. And yeah, like, yeah. There's that little doctory. toy that the kids play with that has the red and the yellow wires. Yeah, you know yeah. They, uh, they have a uh, Maury Povich on the on the TV on the 12 inch TV yeah. that's attached to a yeah. an arm in the corner. And he's saying things like, James, you are not the father. And then, like, he just gets up and he break dances in the face. Have you ever thought of how the woman feels in that situation? Like, this is her sixth time on Maury. She got it wrong all five times before. She currently. His name is not James, though. His name is like. Stop it. (laughs) And her name is Jabula. Oh, get. Dude, that's wrong. See, that's worse than what I said about wrong opinions. Maury Povich sent. Like the black community down a peg. I'm glad that he's not on the air. Is he still Dude, on the air? There are more than black people on there that have questionable. Uh, what's well, the that's what I'm saying. Like? I'm thinking it was fake. I'm thinking a lot of those stories were fake, but they use black actors because those scenarios are more believable for black people. And I don't agree with that. And I'm against it. I'm against it as well. Took it well, deep. T- that took a dark turn. I was just trying to make a joke about Maury Povich, and you got all the way real. Well, you were like, uh, don't you just hate it when Bradford shows up? And I'm like, mm, Well, I was trying no to be the one that wasn't going to be <laughs> stereotypical, but you just had to like draw it back. You were like, mm, pause. That is not an accurate depiction of Maury Povich, sir. I've never seen a Bryce or a Skyler on Maury Povich. Well, you know Sorry. what? I'm Googling Bryce Maury Povich right now so we can find out. <laughs> Boom. First thing pops up. Looks like a Bryce, too. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was a weird tangent. Um. So what else happened in Cryptoland this last week? So we had Bat, right? That was a big deal. We had Jamie Dimon, and he was like, "Man, I don't give, I don't give. Bitcoin sucks. Stop talking to me about this shit. I don't even care." Um, of course there was. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of bear market speculation saying that we are not at the bottom. Bitcoin could go down to fifty seven hundred, but it could also fall all the way down to two thousand. Bitcoin has room to go down to like three thousand, two, three thousand. So I don't know why people like are acting like we're in the clear. I think because it's been steady for a while. Mm-hmm. Famous last words: You're gonna wake up on Tuesday and just shit a brick. I'd actually be happy, man. Yeah. What's the price of Bitcoin? Let me check. On air price check, 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 check. Give me some music for this. And the price of Bitcoin is $6,352.09, as Bitfinex says. Kraken has 6326. Bitstamp has 330. Kraken, uh, again, sorry, yeah, these are all the same. Wex has, whoa, what's Wex? $8,651? That must be like one of them weird decentralized exchanges or something. But, um,. Yeah, there's room to go down on the Bitcoin price. I don't know why people are even tripping like that's not the case. Will you be happy? I mean, I don't care about price anymore. You don't? It's hard for me to care, man. It's too exhausting to care. Set it and forget it. Have an investing strategy and revisit your investing strategy every quarter. If it's working out, continue it. If it's not, adjust the strategy. That's hashtag not investing advice. But 
I mean, it's too stressful to care. And quite frankly, running a media organization in this industry, if I'm worried about price all the time, what am I going to become bootleg CNBC? Invite a bunch of scrubs on my show to talk about things that may or may not affect the price because I'm kind of bought into things, but I don't want the public to know I'm bought into things. And then I have flashy, flashy guys that are kind of bald, but kind of not and put cartoons on the screen and talk about status, release their desktop app and they to cut off slack. And I'm telling you, this could be a bull moment right here for, for status token. Let's hit the button. Oh, you see the cartoons? Mega man's going by your screen. That means it's a buy. Yeah. I don't have you time do do that. that. You do do that. You are a hype man for projects. About five times a week, you go say it loud for people in the back. That's a bingo. Yeah, but that's not for projects. That's like for the space in general. Like, I like somebody tweeted uh, Ethereum. Look at the mindshare of Ethereum right now. When you're at DevCon, you just have brilliant person after brilliant person after brilliant person just all come into one spot to think and be brilliant together. I mean, yeah, if you don't own Ether right now. Then that's that would be a dumb move. Hashtag yeah. not investment advice. Oh no, that's that's investment advice. You should probably get some ETH. You should Shit. Get some. Somebody don't sue me. Probably, it's probably going up, it. baby. Bull, Mega Man, blast that moon. Going up. Yeah. See, I don't want to turn into that. So if you focus on price all the time, then you kind of get lost in the sauce. But if you look at other things, you're okay. And also, it's like, did you see Tone Vase get punked out by Vitalik on Twitter? It's it's almost like Bitcoin maximalists are like this immature, and like Ethereum's are like the parents. Like, hey, can you stop doing that? Like, hey, can you stop jumping on the bed? Hey, can you keep your voice down? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bitcoin, the Bitcoin maximalist community is just so, like, you got Jimmy Song, who's like writing a reputable book. Very respected guy in the community. And then he goes and like bets Roger Ver like public like what are you doing, man? Yep. And my mama used to tell me you don't wrestle with pigs. Yeah, because the pigs like it. Well, you skip the whole middle part, but <laughs> <laughs> because you both get dirty and the pig, and yeah. the pigs like it. Yeah. <laughs> you skip straight to the end there. <laughs> but it's almost like you know Ethereum is like I, I would love like, to see you remix Aesop's fables. Tortoise versus the hare. They start a race. They go. Tortoise wins. There's, <laughs> there's no middle part. There's no. If I started a YouTube channel called 15 Second Aesop Fables, I think it would be pretty successful. I think I would watch that. Was it like grasshopper and her ant collecting food? Grasshopper takes a break. Ant doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Confucius um, says, just be better. Oh, here's a hey Cello, here's another one. The XYO network is beta testing their Android app. <gasps> Big I news. They, I thought they were gonna fail. they they just keep acquiring wins. What's yeah, going on? I don't know how either. But anyways. I guess they haven't run out of money yet. Mega Man going across the screen. That's a buy, baby. Blast it. Yeah. <laughs> XYO is um all flash. No ass. Huh? We're buying a Formula One racing team. We're acquiring Google. We're doing this. But look at the white paper. Look at the spe- look under the hood. Stop looking at the car. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time. We've been going for a while. Should we take like a five minute break and play some Limp Biscuit and then come back for- to close that out? Or do we just play an entire Limp Biscuit album as the outro? 
Well, people we people will see this and be like, oh, wow, another meaty 100-minute episode to sink my teeth into. But what they don't know is the last 100 minutes is Fred Durst. It's Fred Durst saying, I did it all for the... Wait, how'd that song? I did it all for the nookie? Yeah. So you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah? Well, the thing is, when we were kids, we only got exposed to the edited version. That's right. Man, the good it's old days. pretty chill around here when Corey's not here. It's always chill, even when Corey's here. What are you talking about? He would have been the anyway, anyways, starting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, episode 230. We're in this for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's time to wrap up. It's been a good 50. We gave you guys lots of talking points. Um, uh, we didn't talk about blockchains.com, which actually ended up being really cool, even though their commercial is kind of stupid. Um, but there's a guy bought a whole bunch of land out next to Elon Musk's land and he wants to build a blockchain utopia. So very lofty thing. You should look into that. Um, Which is basically what Brock Pierce did outside of America. Yeah. Well, this one's in America. So, um, Alan, maybe we'll give you some stories of Prague when we do our second DevCon recap, when Corey touches ground in the States. But for now, we're going to leave you guys with a fresh episode of Just the Headers. We had a guest host on. His name is Wayne. You can come in the Slack, and we consider him our Gandalf of the Slack. A very wise fellow. Um, TheBitcoinPodcast.com, TheBitcoinPodcast.network is where you can find us. Uh, We talk about crypto. A lot of crypto. We have shows. If you would tune in and subscribe to the feed, you will get a never- ending stream of all types of crypto content uh to fill your your crypto ears uh, what am I, what else am i missing shallow um we have a lot of we have a show um some shows <laughs> on the network and we have a book coming out that's true we have a book uh it's going to be in 10 words or less can you describe bitcoin blockchain or ethereum um or ethereum or or blockchain and we've taken all of our guests answers to our trademark question and we have aggregated them and put them in a book that you could purchase and we will let you know when and how you can purchase very soon is that it that's not that's not how you sell books we'll let you know how you can get your hands on it eventually no um I don't know. We're finalizing. We're almost done. We're self-publishing that book. And uh, you'll be able to find it on Amazon. And you'll also be able to order it via Amazon and some other ways. So we will keep you posted via Twitter and other things. So you got anything else, Cello? Oh, what's up? All right. Uh, well, Sometimes when I do that, I think you and Corey are going to jump in like a quartet. Like one of those old bands with the red red and white stripes on their sleeves. But you never do. Play the outro. The outro.